0: In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. A dull soul would think that on the occasion of a of a birth we 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 don't celebrate any change. The, the, the young one has been alive already for nine months, perfectly a son um his mother has already been a mother for 9 months when when the birth takes place nobody is there except joseph and some animals there's a hiddenness to this mystery which which bids us to to reflect more deeply on what it is that we celebrate the unbelieving and the skeptical would suggest that we We construct this merely to to create the beginning of the narrative. But our own own patron, St. John, would have a very different story to tell because he spent so much time with the Blessed Virgin Mary and granted what needed to be known first and foremost is that Christ is God, that he died for our sins, that he rose from the dead. when the apostles were able to declare firmly and confidently, my Lord and my God, after the resurrection. We already know, scriptures tell us, that they reflected back on things that our Lord had said that they had forgotten in the meantime. How much more so would their thoughts go back to the event only witnessed by Mary and Joseph? And Mary would be the only one with whom they could discuss what happened that holy night, what happened that night a perfect baby was born they saw his perfect feet his perfect tiny little toes they saw the that heel which in genesis We already heard thousands of years earlier would be struck by the serpent. That same heel which would crush the head of the evil one. They were able to behold the perfect little knees. Hopefully eventually they'd be so well fed they'd become double or triple knees. But these would be knees that would fall and become bloodied on the way of the cross. They saw his hands, tiny little hands, perfect tiny little thumbs and and little digits. These would be the hands that would fetch water at the one well in Nazareth that exists to this day, the hands that would hold his mother's hands and would caress her face, the hands that would bless and heal. The hands that would be nailed to the cross, and the same hands that would be presented to the apostles, and especially to Thomas a week after the resurrection, to be probed and examined. They saw his perfect little ears which for the first time heard the noises of the world. Prior to that, they were privileged to hear only the voice of the Blessed Virgin Mary, where the outside world filtered through her, protected by her womb. These are the years that would hear Bartimaeus proclaim Son of David, have mercy on me. On the same ears that would hear the cries from our voices, crucify him, crucify him. His perfect little eyes would see first his mother, and prompt his first smile. They would be the eyes that would see the one leper coming back in gratitude and the same eyes that would weep over the sins of Jerusalem. And what did they hear? They heard the cry, that first cry of of perfectly healthy lungs breathing air for the first time, a cry that proclaims life and health. From those lips would come the words, so many times, your sins are forgiven. Behold your mother. Behold your son. The voice that would whisper, This is my body, which will be given up for you. And the same mouth That would entrust him to his eternal Father. Into your hands, O Lord, I commend my spirit. And what did they behold? The proclamation of salvation. God and man united in perfect unity. What will be accomplished by his death and resurrection and the outpouring of grace and the sanctification of souls and the infusion of the Holy Spirit into human beings and the Holy Trinity dwelling in God's adopted children sees its archetype, and God who has taken to himself humanity. What did they see? For the first time, human beings saw with their own eyes God. And so in this most holy night, we ask Mary to see what we have never seen before and to hear what has gone unnoticed. Not just the, the birth of our Savior, but the manifestation of the glory of God in all its fullness and humility. A fragile life, no doubt, which will require a vigilant mother and a vigilant father for protection, for health, for shelter, for food, for refuge. And in so, the same way we receive this eternal life within us, and it is fragile, it can be lost Mary would have us protect that divine life in us just as vigilantly as she protected this perfect baby, never to be neglected, never to be forgotten. I thought the preaching to the choir meant preaching to the people behind me. At the altar... Christ says the same words. This is my body. This is the Word made flesh. This is God among us. This is Emmanuel. This is your life. This is your way. This is your truth. And we say, Amen. Hallelujah. Thanks be to God. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit.